Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise Schwartzwalter. I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. and welcome. This is the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful, positive healing for life. I'm your host, Dr. Louise Schwartzwalter, and I have such a special guest today with me. I'm so excited to, to interview, to learn more about, and for you all to learn about Dr. Amy Apigayan. Did I say that right, Amy? It's a piggyan, but you know what? Like. Piggyan. A piggyan, mm -hmm. like the three little pigs. Oh. I have two sisters, so I am the middle little pig. So it is a piggyan. Oh, I like that how you put that. Thank you. I'll never forget that now. <laughs> um, I know that you affectionately go by Dr. Amy though, right? I do. That's that's also why I just go by Dr. Amy. <laughs> Most people call you Dr. Dr. Amy and you have such an extensive background because I love how you blend both the medical world, your medical doctor, you know, so mm -hmm. board certified, right? Preventative medicine physician, and yep. you specialize in trauma and attachment addictions and also optimizing the nervous system. Mm -hmm. uh, I just love, I love what you do and you bridge that gap, right? With the medical and then also the holistic, the integrative approach that so many people are looking for today. Um, and I just want to share with you a little bit about Amy's background here. She has a medical degree from Loma Linda University, a master's in biochemistry, a master's in public health, and she trained as a surgeon for three years before even changing her whole career path. Um, so, you know, let's, let's start there. I know you have some awesome work with bio-optimization. We're going to talk about that. But how did you end up even changing your career path from the surgeon to where you are now? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that was a big moment in my life, Dr. Louise, because a change like that, it takes a lot of soul searching, right? And I went into medical school thinking that I was going to be a medical scientist, which is why I even did the master's in biochemistry, because I love science. I love understanding how things work. And I was headed down this path of very conventional medicine. And really the first thing that started to change that trajectory was me adopting a foster care son that they had placed with me. And they, uh, he was four when he came to my home. And then I adopted him a few months later when he had actually turned five and not knowing what I was getting into, or I'm sure I probably would never have done that. Um, I thought that all he needed was to be loved, right? Like that's, that's what all kids need. And especially kids who have been through any kind of a difficult background, they just need more love. And I had lots of love and I thought that I had a great stable life. And I thought that I knew the best uh, diet and the best way to, you know, raise kids. And I, I mean, I thought I knew it all. And so when he came with all of his 
trauma. <laughs> and I realized that nothing that I was doing was helping, working. And then I'm turning to the uh, conventional approaches, you know, the psychiatrists and the play therapy and everything that they are recommending. And it's actually making it worse. Mm -hmm. I realized that, wait a second, if I'm really going to help my son, like I need to figure this out. And so I went on a journey and I started throwing myself into learning trauma. And what I found was that this is all adaptations that our body and our minds make when we've gone through tough experiences and it causes lasting effects in our nervous system. And that's what makes us continue to act out these emotional and behavioral patterns long after a stress or a trauma is gone. And in his case, particularly, he had gone through attachment trauma. And so I got to learn all about attachment and how that really forms even how our nervous system develops as young kids. And so I'm starting to learn all this, put all this stuff together and really understand, you know, how all of this things, all of these things that would normally fall under psychology were actually happening on a biological level and changing things. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know, Dr. Release, it was all, it was all fine. It was all good. Finally, things started to really shift for my son. And actually it was very dramatic there at the end when all the pieces came together for him. And I mean, I still remember that moment. I'm walking down this country road and it's, it's very pretty place where we were at for this uh, last, you know, therapy raha that we were doing and shaded. And so we're walking, we're actually walking three miles down to the store just because we have the time to. And honestly, I didn't know what else to do with my son at that point. Cause he was so awful that any type of play would result in him lashing out at me. And so we're just walking. And normally what would have you know, happened for the last six years is I would be holding his hand and it, he would feel limp. His hand would just feel like it was, it wasn't holding on to me back. And all of a sudden I, I feel like him grab onto my hand, not in an aggressive way, but just like he was there with me and he was now holding on to me. And I look down kind of like in surprise, right? Like, What's, what's going on? It was such a dramatic shift. And I look down and he looks up at me and his, like for the first time, his eyes are really engaging with me before his eyes would have looked at my ear, looked at my nose, looked at anywhere other than directly in my eyes because of his attachment issues and insecurities. And he looked straight in my face, straight in my eyes and was like, mom, I really love you. It's like, Aww. oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I, I think, I, I think, I think we've, we've, we've gotten someplace. We've had a massive shift. And, and since then, like that was definitely the turning point for him. And he's, you know, he just turned and blossomed into his true self that was able to come out because of all of the work. But then what happened, Dr. Luis, is that shortly after that, my own health crashed and I mean, crashed, like I could not even get out of bed. My body was so fatigued. And I went again to the conventional doctors because that's what I was, right? Like that's what we do. And they ran all the tests, couldn't find anything. 
And I'm like, well, something's really wrong because this is not me. I'm used to running out in the trails. I'm used to biking. I'm used to, you know, be, I was in surgery. I was a surgery resident. Like this is not me. And that's when I found integrative medicine, functional medicine and started that path. And that's really then kind of what started to bring all the pieces together. And that's what made me choose then to de decide to go into trauma, attachment, and then addictions, because it's all related in terms of the same changes in the nervous system that happen as an adaptive response to what we've been through prior in our life. Wow. You had two big teachers, right? Yes, I did. You <laughs> yes, I did. your own healing path. Yes. 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 And it helped you put that mm -hmm. all together. Um, yeah. And it was interesting because, it. yeah, when I was working with my son, it, it was some, some, some differences than when it was working with my own health, because it's different working with kids. Their nervous system is not as old. Their patterns are maybe not as well established as an adult. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, depending on the degree of stress and attachment disruption, attachment pain that they've had in their life, that will depend on the, the level of intensity and approaches that are needed. But it was very different to work with my own system as an adult than with a child. And so I, I really feel like I needed both of those teachers in my life to really be able to understand like the bigger picture of the nervous system and the differences when working with a child and their mom who's helping trying to help them and when I'm working with an adult now who's wanting to rewire their own nervous system in some of these patterns right right that makes so much sense so you know what great teachers in a sense you had from both of those situations um what was that was there one thing I mean I'm sure it was all of it but what, what was the one biggest thing that helped move your son's issues do you think I mean I think that the biggest thing that moved him was my approaches with the intentional parenting for attachment okay. because unless I laid that foundation of proving that I was trustworthy and that I was strong enough for his emotions, I was strong enough for his pain, he never would have been able to feel safe opening up and doing that work. He would have stayed in survival mode. And so I could have taken him to all the therapy in the world, but unless I established that relationship with him where I was strong enough and I was capable of taking care of him. He didn't have to take care of himself anymore. He didn't have to guard himself against me. That's really what allowed him to experience those shifts in the therapies that we did. Awesome. So it's really about feeling safe, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. And when we talk about the nervous system, that's how I describe it to people because I've realized, look, like you can have all the thoughts and affirmations and whatever else you want in your brain, but we actually need to make it be a felt sense in your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's that parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system, the fight and the flight. And so when he finally felt safe yes. you know, and secure, he could relax. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I've seen that over and over again in different ways with different situations. Even yep. before I was a doctor, when I was a teacher, I had mm -hmm. a little girl I was teaching to read and yeah. she was pretty severely dyslexic. And I remember um, she was nervous all the time, you know, and she was, it was a single mom in her and she took care of mom. Yep. 
And then mom met somebody and got married and I went to the wedding and I watched this little girl completely shift even about four weeks before that because, and she relaxed in her reading, her reading changed, her ability to yes. was changed. Yes. Um, she was, you know, ADHD dyslexic because mom was finally taken care of and she didn't have to take care of mom anymore. Exactly. So yep. that happens with kids too, is we take mm-hmm. our parents' stuff and we play it out for yes. them because we want them to be okay. Right. And we take it on. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to you too when you got sick. Mm-hmm. You did Absolutely. all that work for your son and then crashed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I had no idea that I had my own attachment insecurities, attachment pain. I had no idea that I had my own trauma patterns wired into my nervous system. So it was just like, this is just how I had always lived my life. And, and then it crashed because it was no longer working. And I, you know, feel like I, I needed that lesson, that teacher to show up in my life at that time. But yeah, these, these things show up in our health, show up in our life, show up in our relationships and understanding the root cause of this is really helpful because then we can be very intentional in, in how we address it. Right. So how did you then address your own nervous system imbalances? You said functional medicine, you did some of that work, but how did you do, I'm curious more about, because I do the emotional work too. Like, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of similarities here um, or background. So what, what did you do that, that again, mm-hmm. helped move, move you from, mm-hmm. you know, sick to to back to being yourself. Yes. And it was a long journey, Dr. Louise. And I don't want anybody else to have to go through such a long journey that I did. And that is partly like why I'm so motivated to bring this information, these tools to other people so that they don't have to wander around lost and confused like I did because it's really unnecessary. So what I did, I started actually with muscle testing and chiropractic work and even seeing a a therapist that was more aligned with energy medicine. I have to say that given my upbringing and my background, that was something that I never would have been open to before. But when you experience such a, a health crash and the conventional solutions aren't working for you or your son, you become more open to things that you never would have been open to before. So that's actually where I started. And that opened the door for me to, especially with the muscle testing, to get really curious about my body and start to have this idea that I think my body has information that it could give me that would really help me in my work. And before that, I had always just seen my body more as like a nuisance, <laughs> right? Something that, that got in my way, something that I had to quiet its messages rather than actually lean in and listen to what it had to say. So that then opened the door to more of my work and entry into the body-based trauma therapies. So I went and I got trained and certified in the different trauma therapies that had helped my son the most, which was a neurological-based trauma therapy that mixed art and the trauma response as it happens in our nervous system. And that's called the instinctual trauma response model. And then I started uh, doing more of the parts work and the internal family systems. And then I brought in the somatic experiencing and started getting trained with uh, that group and Dr. Peter Levine. And that really opened my eyes. I'm, you know, the only physician sitting in this room of therapists. And, and yet 
I'm geeking out right over like what I'm actually seeing happening in real time in the nervous system and different sensations that will come and go flushing that will happen, tingling down an arm or goosebumps that will appear deep breaths and yawns. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Like we're actually working directly with this nervous system, something that I've only studied in textbooks in terms of, well, this is the science and this is, you know, more of, of the conventional medical view of it, but, but these people are working directly with the nervous system and actually experiencing some shifts. So then I took that and I brought it to functional medicine and I started bridging those two worlds because what I noticed was that many people would get stuck in therapy. And they wouldn't be able to progress and they'd come back week after week and not feel like there was much movement happening in their progress. Mm -hmm. And this would happen, especially with going to talk therapy, right? And they feel like they're rehashing the same types of things, the same types of ideas and not really experiencing major shifts. And then I started realizing in my own work how important the biological piece was. And when there is internal stress, then our nervous system stays in that stress and survival mode, no matter how much therapy we try to do. And it's, and if the nervous system is stuck in survival mode, then that's where our emotions and our thoughts are going to be stuck long-term. Mm -hmm. And so I needed to find a way to almost like create a supportive environment for my nervous system in order to allow it to feel nourished and like it had enough, it had enough nutrients, it had enough of the right nutrients, it had the reserves that it needed biologically, right? That biological reserves of magnesium and CoQ10 and all of these things that affect the nervous system, the mitochondria, removing toxins because those are directly blocking the nervous system and its sense of safety. And so really addressing the internal stress that can keep a nervous system stuck in stress and survival mode. And then just the last piece that I've started to incorporate in the last two years, which has been really fun for me, is bringing in the biohacking uh, tools and approaches. So on top of the functional medicine, foundational principles, bringing in biohacking, NAD, I've actually got an NAD patch on right now. So I'm getting some uh, NAD vitamin through that patch. I'm also doing some peptides now that are focused, intentionally focused on optimizing my nervous system so that I can have more of that biological resilience, biological capacity for being able to, yeah, thrive, thrive even despite uh, stress. Well, that's awesome. And what, like in terms of timing, you know, here we are in COVID. I mean, so you're like optimizing during a time where we need to optimize anyway, right? Yes. And so you've had to, you've learned all this. So in some ways, God had you in the palm of his hand, right? Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally showing mm -hmm. you the way before we even got to this time period. In our mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then doing yeah. And I think before. that yeah, COVID has really highlighted the amount of baseline stress that is in our society today. Mm -hmm. And when one of our, you know, when there's a change that happens, change is always a time when it kind of shows, reveals, pulls back the curtain on baseline stress that is there. And those who are optimized and those who are not optimized in terms of their nervous system they, they respond very differently. Those who are not optimized are go into a fear 
response. They react and they may even go into overwhelm and feel like they just want to go lay in bed and pull the blankets over their head, right? Like it's, it's very much um, a fear and survival and overwhelm. Whereas those who are optimized, they're actually able to use times of stress and adversity to grow and to be more creative and, and adapt in a positive way. Like that is the difference between optimizing your nervous system and not having an, a nervous system that's optimized. It's, it's night and day difference when stress actually hits. Absolutely. Stress is the cause of all dis-ease, I've, I've always said. Mm-hmm. Many diseases, dis-ease is caused by stress, but physical, mental, emotional, spiritual stress. Yes. You know, and someone can have any of those or all of them. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. what you noticed, it sounds like in your path and your great work that you do is you're optimizing the nervous system. You call it bio-optimize, right? Using those yes. tools of the functional medicine and your patches and everything to really get the biological body balanced so you can mm-hmm. handle, handle stress. The beauty, though, of what you do, and I know where we align, is you get that there's also this emotional piece. There's an emotional, spiritual piece. It's the attachment theory stuff. It's the abandonment. It's not feeling safe like you experienced or you did with your son. Um, And that's the piece that has to be addressed along with the right nutrients, right? The right biological Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. for the body. Um, And that's, that's, again, that's where we we totally could co-create here on all this because I see I see the same thing mm-hmm. and definitely look at working physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then I call it energy field too. Right. And now, mm-hmm. you know, it's so interesting to me. Did you find that when you started doing the energy work, even though you were a medical doctor, right? And this yep. is a whole new place for you to be. Yeah. Um, what percentage would you say the energy work helped you heal at that time? Like if you looked at a, per, like a pie, Yep. And you said, all right, you know, 60% was, you know, my changing my diet, and my supplements, you know, what percentage was the energy work? Did it move the needle for you? It definitely moved the needle for me. A huge, huge shift with the energy work. And it's hard for me to answer exact percentage because I'm looking at, you know, even my life right now. And I still use energy in my daily life right now, right? Like I will still use muscle testing right now to, you know, figure out what I should eat today, you know, what supplements, how much of those supplements. And I'm very much aware of, of like the energy fields around me. I can feel them affecting me and I'm listening to that. So it's, it's just become like this integration into how I live my life. And it's really hard for me to say, well, well, that is just the, the energy piece. And this is just the, you know, like the, the body-based trauma piece, because for me, it's all, it's all integrated, like it, it's blended together. And so for me, it's, it's the energy and the nutrients. Like I use the energy to help me with the nutrients, right? (laughs) And I use the nutrients to help optimize my own energy so that I'm making sure that when I'm going, you know, into the world, into other people's spaces that I'm bringing that positive energy to it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's become just integrated into everything that I do. That's really, that's really awesome. What are some of those besides muscle testing? What other energy tools do you use? Yeah. So one of the things that I started early on was the, the idea of that emotions have an energy to them as well. Mm -hmm. And so being able to identify those and then using uh, magnets in order to shift that and release some of the 
energy from those emotions. So that is something that I have done as well. And, and been, yeah, I mean, seeing, seeing some good results when, especially when I'm integrating that with the somatic piece and how these emotions are showing up on my body and how I can feel them affecting my digestive system or some of these to be able to have that as a tool so readily available, mm -hmm. then that's another piece that I'm still using like the, the energy approach for that. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, and I know that, you know, besides all these therapies, you have an amazing summit coming up called the Bio-Optimize Summit that's coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. What, what, are, you, what are you promising or who's going to be speaking or what can we learn there? Absolutely. Yeah. So my vision for this summit was really to bring everything that I've learned in my journey to other people. So I actually incorporate all the different all the different things that I've had to learn along the way. So I even have some of the leaders in the somatic experiencing, they're coming to talk about that piece. And then I've got the biohackers. So I've got Ben Greenfield and he's, you know, talking about NAD since I've been giving him NAD uh, before. So I've got, I've got the biohackers just today. I interviewed Wade Lightheart from Bioptimizers and his magnesium and how he's developed a full spectrum magnesium that is specifically designed to optimize the nervous system and being able to uh, know like what dose to take in order uh, to, to know what your maintenance should be and then how much more you should take when you're in a time of stress, whether that's physical stress because you're working out and doing a triathlon or it's an emotional stress or mental stress, whatever that is, um, optimizing your nervous system. And then I have people like Dr. Karazian. So I brought him on because head concussions has been part of my history. And I realized along the way how much that was causing inflammation in my brain that I was not aware of. But knowing that I have inflammation in my brain now, knowing that I have what are called these primed microglia that respond very quickly to any kind of stress, again, even emotional stress. And I've noticed that it will give me the brain fog. I can, I can feel when it happens. And now I know the tools, the specific nutrients and approaches to, to address that inflammation in my brain. So yeah, all the different pieces of my story that took me from not being able to get out of bed and feeling insecure and ashamed and depressed and anxious and struggling, burnout, and to where I'm at today, where I'm definitely in the best physical shape that I've ever been. And I'm able to do so much more than I've ever been able to do. My capacity for stress is, you know, much larger and, and I feel uh, much more alive. I don't have my freeze response anymore. I used to go into my freeze response quite a bit in response to any kind of, oh, confrontation or conflict or uh, even just the idea of speaking and being seen by people, because that was not safe for me as a child. And so those were some of the attachment, you know, patterns that I needed to work on and rewire. And so, yeah, like the summit does bring all of that in terms of the trauma piece, the attachment piece, the functional medicine piece, the biohacking piece, everything that people need to know for how to optimize their nervous system for their best health and their best life. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, everybody listening today, you've got to go get this. Up. It's going to be a get lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Such great people you're going to have on there. It's, it's uh, give us the, the website link for that again. 
Yeah. So it's bio. Mm -hmm. So referring to biology, bio-optimize-summit.com. Awesome. Well, you just want to definitely check that out. She's got so Amy, Dr. Amy's got such great people on there. Has done a stellar job putting that together. Um, your past and how you wove your past history and everything that you learned into the work that you're doing now is is really stellar, Dr. Amy. It's amazing, yeah. uh, and we appreciate you bridging this gap between the medical world and, you know, the functional medicine world and the world now of, of more natural, looking at natural medicine too. Um, so what a, what a great, great story, great history you have and how you've packaged it and put it together. I just absolutely love that. You know, we do some of the similar kind of work, I believe in all that emotional clearing too, you know, and the trauma release work. Cause I see that really helping people on a level that they couldn't get to before. Right. You know, the, the, yeah, the nutrients aren't going to work if all that stuff is still hanging out there. Exactly. You know? Exactly. People, people can take all the nutrients they want and it, it's not going to change the patterns. It's not going to change the uh, emotional energies that are stored there unless they do that piece. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. But yet if you try to do just that piece and forget the biology piece, well, your nervous system is, is still stuck in not having the nutrients that it needs to have what we call neuroplasticity and being able to change itself. So it it really does need to be bridged uh, for people to experience the maximal results and to accelerate their healing journey. Absolutely. You know, give us a, give us a, a, a story or an example of somebody that you've worked with and has done your processes with um, and what's happened for them in their life too. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm thinking of Jill and Jill actually uh, just emailed me yesterday. So that's why she's fresh in my mind and she's coming up and she had experienced sexual abuse when she was about four. Mm -hmm. And this was from an uncle. And as is the case with many people, she was very confused, right? She's a little girl. She doesn't understand this. This feels wrong. This feels icky, but the person is saying that this is okay, that this is normal, that this is how she knows that she's loved. And it's very confusing. And then add to that some of the attachment disruption and pain that she had had from earlier years. She didn't know that she could go and talk to her mom. She didn't, she didn't have that level of, of trust and connection to know that no matter what she brought to her mom, that, that it would be okay. And so she describes her body going rigid at around that age. And prior to that, she remembered, you know, dancing and being very, very alive. And after that moment, she, she went rigid, her body went rigid. And so she's now in her fifties and she's wanting to start to shift things, noticing that she's rigid in all areas of her life. And she's also started to have more health issues, even some autoimmune stuff, which is very common to have with early childhood attachment and uh, trauma patterns. And so she is starting this process and she's actually going through the shift to calm aliveness course. And so I go through all the different ways that this can show up in your body. And then we're working on the nutrients and it's just like, she's coming alive. And that's how she describes it. Like she'll say, you know, like I, I did this exercise and I'm doing this work and I, my, my body is wanting to move. Like my body won't stay still anymore. And now it feels free to, uh, dance and put myself out there and, and flow and be free. And so she's describing this immense 
sense of freedom and a gift in her life from being able to have the right tools to shift all of this. And she's experiencing the changes in her health, right? She's got more energy. She's got renewed energy. She is much more uh, present in her work with others because again, like her nervous system is in that parasympathetic state now all of the time. So she's not having to try to bring it back. Her mind's wandering. She's trying to bring it back. Like she's fully present. So she's able to be that much more, productive and meaningful at work. And then same thing with her family and friends, like her presence, her energy is just a complete shift from before where again, like the best word that she describes it is everything in my life was just rigid. It, it had to be narrow. It had to be rigid in order for me to feel safe and even experiencing intense happiness and joy sometimes didn't even feel safe either because then it would bring up all this shame of, I shouldn't be feeling this level of happiness. Who am I? Right? Like I'm, I'm not lovable. I've, uh, there's something wrong with me. And so just in every area of her way, she had felt this rigidity, even down to how her body was, her muscles were always tight. She was dealing with some, some pain issues, you know, the stuff that, that we can all deal with. And just the shift that has happened with all of that, with doing this work. It's, it, it's really like really cool to see this transformation. I love watching you light up as you talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I can tell, it gets you so excited. It's it awesome. does. That is really, really awesome. What great work you're doing with her. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always think about that rigidity is oftentimes, you know, trying to control because we felt yes. lack of control. Yep. So we, again, it comes down to those safety issues, doesn't it? That exactly. And you know what? Safety and security is coming up on the planet. Big time right now. So Big time. So I always say we're like the microcosm of the macrocosm. Yep. Like what we're experiencing is um, is also what's going on for- In the universe, in, in the a bigger level. Mm -hmm. So that yes. makes, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Wow. You're doing such great work, Dr. Amy. I love this so much. Um, so that link again, you want to check out her summit coming up is a biooptimizesummit.com. If you were going to leave us here with one, one tip for our, our audience today, um, what would that be? I would want to leave them with the hope that things can change, right? Sometimes when we've had experiences or we've lived with something for so long, we give up and we think that that's just how things are always going to be. This is who I am. Maybe this is my personality. These are the health challenges that I have. Uh, you know, we even will start to own stuff, you know, like I have depression, I have chronic pain and just this hope that no, like we can change all of that. We just need to have the right tools and the right knowledge, but with, with those tools to actually be strategic and intentional in optimizing the nervous system, the sky is really the limit. Like the, the amount of growth and thriving that is possible it, one can experience even beyond what they've experienced before any trauma and stress. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Dr. Amy. This has been just a gift to, uh, to be with you here today. And I look forward to your summit coming up. So I want everyone to check that out again. We'll put the link here for you. And uh, thank you again for being with us today and sharing, sharing your story, your heart, and the great work you're doing in the world. Well, thank you, Dr. Louise. You know that I love you and you that I love what you do. So I'm so glad that our paths have crossed. 
Yes, yes, this is fun. We're going to be playing science experiments in the kitchen. I can just see it or somewhere. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We're going to set up a little chemistry lab. Yep. We've got a lab going on here. We're going to set up our own little lab. Yep. And (laughs) we'll need guinea pigs to experiment on. So, yes, if you guys are all our guinea pigs, we will have some fun with that. Absolutely. (laughs) 